Welcome to Slayer Fest 98. I'm Ian Carlos Crawford. And I'm Stephanie Williams. Hi, Stephanie. Hey, what's up? How are you doing? I'm all right. Uh, we've got a special guest with us today. We have writer, author, and content producer. Gabriella Lex Noel. Sorry. Hello. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was late on that one. And then I rushed, but it's me. <laughs> it's okay. Listen, they're right, Steph. How many times do we like do that and the guest like forgets they have to say their name? There's like a big pause. <laughs> I mean, well, <laughs> me a lot. So, like, no, you're in good company. <laughs> um, okay, what did we just watched? She Hulk episode of oh, six, right? Yeah, episode six. Yes, um, yes. Gabby, Gabby, what do you think of the episode overall? I really loved it. Again, like, I, as much as I've always been like, I want this to move the universe forward. I really love just the fun of She Hulk, and at the same time. I think no Disney Plus series has like moved the MCU quote unquote forward as mm-hmm. much because we have so many little seeds for characters. This episode, we got the intelligentsia question mark. I'm a little confused because it seemed like Reddit, but <laughs> I'm think- really enjoying the world building that is possible through a legal comedy, you know? Yes. Yes. That's a, that's a really good point because I do feel like we don't often get like, because she's the only like superpowered hero hero that we're seeing a lot. We mm-hmm. don't get a lot of like normally in MCU stuff. We don't focus as much on like the human aspect of navigating the MCU. And I do like seeing that here. Um, mm-hmm. Stephanie, what'd you think I, of this episode? Oh, sorry, Gabby, go ahead. I was going to say again, like I could just have a show that was about GLK and H that was like just Renee, Elise, Goldberry and <laughs> yeah. character and Nikki. And like, <laughs> Like I, I actually miss. I forget the name of that guy, but that other guy with the, the really like rectangular head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where the bathrooms were. Like I love the legal team, and like if this wasn't a She-Hulk specific show, I'm sure we would have a lot more like character insight. Yeah. Um, and I almost wish that we had a context in which to get that. Like I wish they had their own show. I love all the legal characters. Yeah, yeah, I do. I. That's something also that the MCU, like, usually there's, like, one human side character that, like, you like and the rest are just kind of boring. But these, I do like all of them. Um, Mm -hmm. Steph, what did you think of this episode and what what have you thought of the series so far? Um, I've been enjoying the series so far because, I mean, I, of course, always love the, you know, outside the superhero element of the whole thing. Because to me, um, that just makes the, the fights and all that other stuff a little bit more important because like I actually feel invested in the world that mm-hmm. you know they're having this conflict in and the She-Hulk series so far has to me been like pretty uh, pitch perfect especially when you think of the sensational uh, She-Hulk series while it's like saying Sally Seashells and all that crap <laughs> anyway <laughs> it's been um, it's been like really on the mark like I really enjoyed that run because of just the balance of comedy um, and superheroing and just Jen just being so lovable and Tatiana Masley has just been excellent um, I'm she fan. really has right she just yeah. And I mean, to your point, Gabby, I do think, like, not only is Tatiana Maslany, like, super charming, but, like, so is Renee Elise Goldberry, and so mm-hmm. is the guy that plays Pug, and so is the woman that plays Nikki. Like, they're doing a really good job of making us like everyone. Like, everyone's very charming, right? I mean, I, I don't know that I would call Renee Elise Goldberry's character specifically charming. She's just, like, very ice cold and funny in that way. And, like, mm-hmm. I, there needs to be a character who calls everyone out on their stuff. 
can I say, can I curse on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you need somebody who's going to call you out on your shit. And like, <laughs> nobody was like just giving him the tea, which was like, you're murdering yourself. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I and like right I would watch like get a bunch of like C D F list heroes that like they have to do this with and I would love it like give me a bunch of episodes of that. Mhm mhm. Um I, I you know to go back to the beginning of the episode I loved the like fourth wall break that was like poking fun at how it's a self-contained wedding episode because that is such a trope in any comedy, and it was more fun, I feel like, being welcomed into the self-contained wedding episode trope by, like, yeah. poking fun of it first. Yes, yes. And I like I liked that it's, like, that's the episode from start to finish. Like, we open on her getting that, like, really, like, lame bridesmaids package with all the, like, mm-hmm. glitter and confetti falling out. And, like, that is the episode. That's it. Um, and I do, I, I like, I don't know, I she's she's just great. And I like that. It's like, she's doing it. And we learn that like, she's kind of doing it because she wanted to show everyone like, look, I'm She-Hulk now I'm doing great. And then the woman's like, no, you can't be She-Hulk. Um, and then <laughs> she feels like fucking awkward at the wedding. Um, yeah, I, I, I like that. Um, also I feel like this, this is like probably a big stretch, but it's like, especially when like, it's a straight wedding and you're one of the only queer people, like you feel so like awkward, um, that like, mm-hmm. I feel like I could re- like, uh, not that I'm fucking She-Hulk and I can't punch anyone, but like, I could relate to her feeling like so outside of the group. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. I, I mean, what I would have loved to see is, and what I think like people poke a lot of fun at is the way that like weddings are like, oh, I'm taking you from your friends and they'll do that like pose, of, like ripping you from your besties or something. <laughs> I would have loved to see some like more poking fun of wedding tropes because I think they're all ridiculous, but the <laughs> tropes that they did poke fun at, so good. <laughs> uh, Stephanie, what do you think about the wedding tropes? Um, I wish they would have had the cake topper. Um, I wish we would have <laughs> got a glimpse of whatever that was. Um, and then the whole, like, you know, a bouquet toss, garter toss, all that. Um, Cause that would have been nice. Cause like, what if she would have elbowed someone to get that? Or if it would have just accidentally landed in her hand, which is always my favorite because it's just like, I didn't want this. But <laughs> the universe is trying to tell you that um, you will be married one day. And like, what a horrifying um, revelation that could possibly be fortunate. <laughs> um, yeah. And like, <sighs> I got to point out, oh, wait, I gotta. I also have to point out that I said this during our watch, but like, the CGI looked good when she comes up in that like dark blue polka dot dress, right? Like she looked cute. Yeah. Um, that was probably the day that um, whoever the poor VFX person was um, actually had time uh, to do the <laughs> <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't like rushing them through shit. They had gotten, they'd gotten um, a night's sleep that night. <laughs> yeah. I. I mean, God bless them, every single one of them, um, and shame on those who uh, don't give people enough time to like actually do their job. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so we get the reveal of Titania is also at the wedding. Isn't she on like some com- like? Did she, did she not have product that she needs to be like pulling off the shelves? Because I, what is that looking like? That because I know she has to be in the red. 
<laughs> mm-hmm. she has time to go to a wedding that she has no like care of yeah. the bride or groom it doesn't make sense yeah titania is like that bully um at school that talked a lot and maybe they could back it up just a little bit but when they finally met their match it was just like yeah you probably should have sat there and ate your food during lunch instead of picking <laughs> fights in the bathroom <laughs> I feel like every school had that, right? When you're like, yes. Oh, well, now they got it. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. And so we, we, she, what's her excuse? She said she's like a date. She's someone's date, right? Mm-hmm. I think, yeah. We never meet the guy, or, <laughs> uh, you know what? No, Titania is definitely not giving me um, that she has a. No, there's no way. <laughs> if there was, God bless whoever that woman is, but no. <laughs> That that type of that type of ego and that type of just uh, um, she deserves to be with a very terrible cishet uh, man. So, <laughs> Gabby, I will, I will say. I mean, she does, and I. She just ah, oh, the way that she talks is so annoying. Yeah, but I was a little disappointed at like the fight scene ending and her. Yeah. falling on it like in it not being like an a testament to jen's growth but to like titania just like making a mistake like doing a little trip mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and it felt just like an unearned kind of like action scene okay. off thing yeah yeah that's fair and can- like in general i think we just need like the 30 minute structure i get but like i really feel like we could have had more time with the yeah. entire like wedding concept and then like titania showing up it just felt like a lot going on in one episode yeah yeah i because i both plots were fun but we didn't like you said it's only 30 minutes so we're not getting we're getting like 15 of each 15 minutes of each and like mm-hmm. i the the mr immortal shit was fun like watching mallory and nikki both have to like deal with his bullshit and hate him but still have to like defend him was fun um Mm-hmm. And yeah, I if this had been like a forty five minute episode, we could have fleshed it out a little bit more. Um, because also, we never even the did the wedding. When She Hulk and Titania are fighting, has the wedding already happened? Right? Like, I don't. I'm not even clear on who the groom is. Because yeah. <laughs> I've just seen this one girl in a very floofy dress. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm assuming that. I guess during the time that we were back with, you know, uh, Mr. Immortal or whatever, then the wedding happened and then we, you know, pick up back up. But like, I would have liked to have seen whatever that wedding looked like. I mean, it's all the same, but that could have been fun. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Um, But so when she, well, when she gets the wedding, the the woman tells her she can't be She-Hulk. So she turns into Jen. She tells, she doesn't even meet the man she's walking down the aisle with, which I thought (laughs) would be, wait, maybe... This is stupid. This is probably a stretch, but I'm like, oh, maybe the wedding will stretch to next episode and like Matt Murdock would be. That could be cute. I mean, that is what I thought. I thought like he was going to pull up as a guest in the last 20 seconds. And also, since I do feel like we kind of got the vibe that it was like maybe romantic or sexual or something between She-Hulk and Daredevil. I'm like, who's this guy? Is he... And then the the episode ends kind of zooming out to, I think, the intelligentsia. So I'm like, is this guy with them? Are all her the people she's been on dates with, like, with this intelligentsia? What is happening? Oh. Mm. 
I kind of like that idea that like all the guys are like would be with that. That I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, no, same. I, I mean, just because they're so shifty and they're the only characters with like nefarious aims that we haven't really delved that much into, but we've seen a lot of because they were also at court, and so I'm like, oh, like they keep bringing these people back, and now she has this new love interest. What's happening? Yeah. Hmm. Her dating life is very like central to the plot. So how is that going? to be the downfall of of jennifer walters yeah it really yeah you're right it really is central to the like plot that kind of is what we keep going back to every episode right it's like jen can't get a date and that's like the like i feel like the, the like the through line right right oh, they want to believe tatiana maslani is without a date right <laughs> okay. uh, what'd, what'd you say steph no, saying I, I would hate if it was the um the doctor, the pediatric um the pediatrician, like I would hate if it ends up being him possibly. Cause he's like, you know, really here for She Hulk. That's true. Yeah. Um so like in some twisted way. I'd hope that that's not the case. But yeah, it's gotta be or it could possibly be somebody that she's dated or potentially will date, which damn god yeah (laughs) right because you think like how can the plot of her dating life progress it's been so central and it's gonna have to change in some way and uh, marvel doesn't just like give you happy endings because it's a disney plus series and they want to lead into a movie or something so i feel like the like cliff the only cliffhanger that i can make sense of is that these all the men she's been dating are like in secret cahoots Mm. and are working to destroy her or something which would make me really sad because she deserves so much more right she doesn't deserve that shit i'm like oh poor jen um i i am starting to think like when we saw the the like teen wrecking crew i assumed that they were sent by titania but now i'm thinking titania could be like some kind of red herring we're like mm-hmm. not a, mm-hmm. not really a red, like she her she's just like what's going on with her is what we're seeing like there's no like behind the scenes shit with titania like that's very what you get with her and like maybe that's like the wrecking crew had something to do with like intel intelligence gabby what was it Uh, intelligentsia Intelligentsia, i do do feel like uh titania's plot kind of came almost to a conclusion or like to like that moment right before the conclusion where she's like oh the media is setting us up to fight so like we have to fight and then lost i feel like I honestly, if I didn't get any more um, Titania, I'd be fine. But I could also see them wrapping up her storyline for the season with one or two more scenes. So I almost wonder if now the next few episodes are just going to focus on the intelligentsia as the villain. Hmm. So I did do a quick uh, search. I Brett White, who co-hosts a lot of these episodes with me as well, he always writes like explainers and intelligentsia. Intelli- Densia. I keep wanting to make it a Spanish word, but I'm like, no, just <laughs> um, <laughs> Intelligentsia <laughs> is actually a group from like a Hulk comic that like consisted of the leader, Modoc, Doctor Doom, Red Ghost, Wizard, Mad Thinker, and Egghead. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know if that's old news to you too. I didn't know that, so I was just like throwing it out there for everyone. But that could, I could see them making maybe like one super villain actually being behind this, but I feel like they're leaning into like the incel trollness of 
She-Hulk existing in their real their real MCU world and She-Hulk existing like as a TV show, right? Absolutely. It feels like a natural progression for sure. Like from everyone online being like talking about her and even naming her She-Hulk and all of the like internet debate that happened in the first, what was it? Second in the second episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I I guess I thought the intelligentsia would be more menacing than that. Like there's supposed to be a group of villains and we're being introduced to them through this like incel Reddit kind of thing. And not that those that there are not dangerous people who occupy internet spaces, but I guess right. I'm like failing to see the terror, the <laughs> villainry. Listen, here. I see you. Uh, I see you on Twitter, Gabby. You like you have no problem like clapping back at like those idiots. So <laughs> everyone thinks that I'm clapping back at yo. Yesterday when I clapped back at someone, that was just my ex boyfriend being annoying, and I was like, this is not this is not a random stranger. Like I'm in a real problem. <laughs> Uh, anyway so i really relate to jennifer walters in that context like you know your exes be your biggest motivators um and (laughs) i I, i'm they just all seem so bumbling and like i'm not taking them seriously as a villain so it's hard Mm. to like feel feel safe i guess maybe we'll earn that for us in the next episode i really hope but right now i'm like meh that's fair. And I, I actually do like what you said, too, that like it did feel like a natural progression of like the way everyone was talking about her in universe on social mm-hmm. media. Like because I've had people like who do like the show, but said they didn't like that. But I do think they played that pretty naturally. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I love that they use like actual comments that people left on mm-hmm. fucking She-Hulk posts. Uh huh. Um. So we also get drunk Jen, which I love. I love seeing her like because I felt like that's what I would do, right? I don't have a date. They're like, you can't be She-Hulk. I'm feeling like crap. I would just be like, well, time to get wasted. Um. And then it's a cash bag. Sure. <laughs> I quite frankly, I would leave. I'd be like, listen, like <laughs> I have to spend money while I'm here. You guys aren't that nice for me to iron things. I have to go home. <laughs> I would be the sucker that I'm like, I want to go home, but I don't know how to tell them I want to go home, and I would end up <laughs> ironing every fucking dress at the wedding. <laughs> uh, I would lie. I'd be, I'd fake sick or like I'd I'd pull a Mister Immortal. <laughs> just kidding. I would just be like. <laughs> I'd be like, listen, I gotta go. But I don't know that I would even get myself in a situation because that friend of hers just seems so judgmental, so terrible. Yeah. She's like, I don't want you to be She-Hulk, which I can understand not wanting someone to overshadow you on your quote-unquote right. special day. But like, it's just a wedding and this is something that happened to your friend and who cares? Right, yeah. Um, yeah, seriously. And like, I, it, I, I was thinking of like, spe- like, it feels especially rude for like what a rich person wedding it is for them to make them pay, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's like you probably could afford for this to be an open bar. She's That's so terrible. Right the staff quits, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I have like wealthier family members, and I hadn't seen these cousins in a while, but their wedding was open bar, and the like two choices were Grey Goose and Jameson. So. I was trashed out of my mind at that wedding. <laughs> and it was like, they're like a little bit conservative. And I was like, oh, the, the fag is drunk. Oh, well, here we are. Like, <laughs> um, 
but yeah, and oh, so we we meet. I don't remember what his name was. What was the guy's name that comes up to her and is very charming? Josh, right? Josh, that yes. fine ass yes. man. Yes, he was very handsome. I hope he's not like. I don't. It, I'm worried that like it'll be like, oh, well, you turn to She-Hulk. I like it'll be the opposite of the other hot guy where he only liked her as She-Hulk. Well, he um gives her like the thumb, like she waves at him or whatever. Like he kind of gives her the thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have like a little moment. So I think he's, you know, oh, when she's She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I yeah, I was paying attention to that because I was like, okay, you better be nice. Right, be nice to our Right. <laughs> For sure. He seems very supportive, but I I just am not trusting yeah. him. Especially since they zoom out from them talking to the intelligentsia. I'm like, is he wearing a wire? What's up? Right, yeah. That's him. Hmm. I don't like he that. Just also, he just seems too perfect. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but she, we, I mean, we all noticed she had a really good line. What did she say? Something like, your mom gave you a good name and a good face. Like, I thought mm-hmm. that was... <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that would have worked on me. Ms. Right? If I, were, if I were drunk at a wedding, I'd be like, oh, now we're making out. Like, you got uh-huh. it. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> um, and so, Titania, I do like that Jen throws... I'm, I'm surprised, not that it's, like, revolutionary... Because, right, there's, like, this weird middle ground with a lot of these MCU things, especially She-Hulk, where, like, people over-criticize it because people over-put it too much on a pedestal, and it's like, well, we're in the middle. I'm surprised that they let someone get so drunk they threw up just because it's Disney. Um, And, like, we never got Iron Man doing that, which we should have. Because wasn't there, like, a cut scene in Iron Man 2, I think, where it's, like there was an alternate end opening where he's like throwing up before he goes to whatever. Um, and is like, they had to cut it, but like, I like that they let her be a drunk mess at the wedding. Um, I like that they let her throw up and then Titania like immediately is like, let's fight. Um, what did we think about that? Do we think like Jen should have, cause Jen kind of like complies with her, right? I mean, she's really reticent to be like, let's fight at the wedding, mostly because she was warned not to hulk out. But I also think there's kind of like a desperation that's being conveyed with Titania, where she's like, we have to fight. I have to show that I'm better than you. Mm. And Uh Jen has a way, like so many other concerns. (laughs) She does. (laughs) Um, It's hard to motivate yourself to fight someone. You're like, I don't care about whatever point you're proving. (laughs) Especially when you know, like, you don't have to do much to actually beat them because right. she already beat her before. Um, and then, like, she did a sucker punch on top of it. So, yes, when doing that, like, they already know what the what the score is. So, it was really just the the nagging bully who I, isn't going to do anything. I mean, isn't going to stop until you shut them up. Um, yeah. So, but then again, like Jen technically really doesn't even shut her up. It's Titania who ends up falling on her face and being the one to kind of take herself out of the, the fight. I yeah. wish they would have gotten a chance to like really just go toe to toe and Jen to be like, okay, like I've finally beaten you into the ground. Please leave me alone. Yeah. Like go away forever. Thank you. <laughs> um. <laughs> the only thing I can conceptualize that they're like coming up with is for and I do know in the comics they eventually become friends. Mm-hmm, so I think do. maybe maybe like the mobilization of like incels via the intelligentsia will force mm-hmm. them to begrudgingly have kind of like a 
Falcon Winter Soldier relationship. Okay. For a bit, which I would I would love to see instead. Yeah, I would. I could get into that. Yeah, I didn't. I actually didn't realize that Titania and her became like. I guess in Marvel, right? That happens with almost every villain. Eventually, like if they're arch enemies at one point, they do become like cool. Um, So yeah, I would. I would be very into that. I mean, and I have to double check, but as though it happens like after Secret Wars, because Titania gets her powers in the comics from like some, something with Doctor Doom. So I, I feel like it's much later, and I'm wondering if the MCU is trying to like escalate that and bring Titania more mm. into like anti-hero territory earlier. Hmm. What do you think, Steph? Um. No, like I think that they would move the, move them in the direction of eventually coming fr- uh, becoming friends because like you don't introduce Titania. I hope not to be kind of like a one and done for this um, this yeah. show. But then again, yeah. I mean because like the MCU has shown that it will operate a little bit differently from the comics. Um, maybe they just did, which again I would hate because we don't have too many um, just you know women centric friendships. Yeah. To begin yeah. with, so mm-hmm. I hope that they don't do that. I mean, of course, I know like Jen's got her other homegirl, but just two women with power, um, yeah. with, like actual superpowers, actually being friends. So I hope that she sticks around. She would be real cute to have around for Secret Wars because that in itself is a whole gag. But um, we'll see. And Titania was actually part of Secret Wars in the comics, wasn't she? Um, I think the second time around. I don't think in the first iteration. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think. That's a really good point, Stephanie. I didn't think about that. They really don't like the 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 women superheroes aren't. We don't see them interact. I was I was thinking about that. So I was like, well, but didn't Black Widow? But not really. Like when her when her and uh Wanda were on the same movie, it was Wanda was bad. Um, not until like that the moment in Infinity War that I do like, but it's very unearned because none of those women have ever spoken to each other. Um, when they all come together, I do like it. I'm not gonna lie, but. Yeah, I guess, like, other than that, they don't really interact, right? No. So I, I just, you know, went on the Wikipedia, and <laughs> when eventually Titania, after multiple clashes with She-Hulk, tries to quit the supervillain lifestyle, and She-Hulk gets her a job, a security job at a pawn shop, and, like, Titania kind of has, like... Knows Luke Cage and Iron Fist, which I would love to see more of the Defenders minus yes. Iron Fist incorporated. And then um, she, part- I think, participates in the Illuminati, which would be uh, absolutely fascinating. And she has like a relationship to the Hood, who's going to be in the Ironheart series coming up. Oh, so is he? Like, I didn't know he was. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's like it was an Anthony Ramos is his name, and he they already showed him like in the hood and everything, and he's uh-huh. so cute. So I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love I love being able to thirst after a villain. I do. I really do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now I'm like I, I'm like, is this? Are we setting up things for Ironheart? Are we setting up there's a, a new Illuminati for six one six? Um, Titania also has is friends with someone in the Wrecking Crew, Thunderball. Yeah. Like, yeah. is that what they're setting setting up? Like, I have no idea where they're going, but they could go in so many different ways. Yeah, and I and that's what makes us fun, right? Is because we're we are expanding shit, and we are like things that could go in different directions, but it's not super high stakes, at least not right now, right? Hmm. And like, that's a thing that 
the Netflix shows did really well, where it's like not everything. It was rarely world ending. It was mostly like, you know, Jessica fighting this man who abused her, Daredevil fighting a like crime boss. It wasn't like the world is going to end if they don't fix this problem. Like, and I kind of like having a lower stakes. Uh, I do yeah. love that. I, but like, as I, I, every time I walk through Hell's Kitchen, I'm like, there's no way that this 10 block <laughs> ra- radius had this much problem. <laughs> I, are you not? I was enough. like, I was like, Jessica Jones season two better fucking have her walk to like a drag brunch because that's actually what's going on in Hell's Kitchen. Right? <laughs> Quite frankly, yes. Right. I, <laughs> I wish they would expand it, and I, I do hope they do this for Daredevil: Born Again. Like, it's not just Hell's Kitchen. We don't have to. I know it's right. called Hell's Kitchen, so it has that like that name. But like, we don't have to create a fantasy. <laughs> we don't have yeah. to write fan fiction about this neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Um, yeah, I just mm, we can like drop that. Just just New York. We can just make it New York, and like he lives in Hell's Kitchen, maybe, but. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's like 10 blocks. So like, what the hell are you doing? You're only doing these 10 blocks? Like, fucking give me a break. <laughs> well, it's a, I don't know if you guys watched the original Gossip Girl and the current Gossip Girl, but the switch from, hey, Upper East Siders to like, hey, New York, it feels like very that. Like, just switch the verbiage and act with nothing changed. <laughs> I didn't realize that they, they, I didn't realize they changed it to that. That's funny. Yeah, well, because in the original Gossip Girl, they're trying to posit that you live in Williamsburg and you're poor. Oh. Um, mm. <laughs> so now they have this very wealthy character in the new Gossip Girl who does live in Williamsburg and in a neighborhood that is very wealthy and actually mm. interrogates that and is not like, boo-hoo, I'm not as rich as the Upper East Side, which is ridiculous. <laughs> God, I even remember so- when I first moved to New York, I still, I couldn't even afford Williamsburg. And that was like... 15 years ago so like yeah Mm -hmm. i still can't afford williamsburg so i don't even but anyway (laughs) i would love if they just pulled a gossip girl and they were just like yeah like uh matt is monologuing as he does and instead of saying hell's kitchen he's like new york that's it yeah boom easy that's like fine yeah um but speaking of uh ladies being friends we get a lot of mallory and nikki and they have such good chemistry. I loved their scene after they've like settled the case. And we see that because Nikki hadn't really got to do a lot of like lawyering, right? Like prior to this, she was mostly like helping Jen. Um, And I Uh liked that she was like sitting on the table, directing orders, being like you. I loved when she was like, you'll get 15 seconds of eye contact and he's going to apologize. And when Mm -hmm. he gets like shitty, she's like, now it's 20 seconds. Um, I liked them like sitting on the couch together and like having some wine and like discussing the case. I don't know. I like, both of them are very charming, right? Yeah. It's interesting because Jen hung out with uh, what, what's Renee Lee Schoolfield first? Mallory, character, Mallory, character. Mallory, Mallory. So <laughs> Mallory and Jen hung out, right? And it felt yeah. more like the power dynamic was more like Mallory is this boss ass bitch, and uh, Jen is a little like intimidated and in awe. Yeah. Versus, it felt a lot more balanced, yes. I guess, uh, in this dynamic. And uh, Nikki's a legal assistant, a legal. Uh, I think paralegal, right? Yeah, paralegal. Uh, Right, like, so so it's interesting how, like, her value in that uh, divorce case was so, it was, like, integral to the solving of the case or the figuring out of how to divide the assets. Um, 
so I wonder if that means they're setting them up to be besties or just allies who really respect each other or people in love. And if we're getting sex scenes with Jennifer (laughs) Walters, I better get a gay sex scene. I better get uh, (laughs) Mallory, like getting finger banged, please. (laughs) I feel like you just said we better get a gay sex scene and like, um, uh, like finger on a monkey's paw went down and we're gonna get something terrible now. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe, you know, Mr. Immortal is bisexual, right? We thought he had one man in that little group. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe they're just trying to pad our expectations so that when they come through with a sapphic couple, we're not like, oh, my God. <laughs> fair, fair. Um, yeah. Uh, Stephanie, what would you think of them? Um, I enjoyed it. Um, if anything, like, it'd be really cool to see. Um, wow, I'm getting ready to call her Jackie, and that is not her name. Nikki. <laughs> um, <laughs> if Mallory were to... Um, I don't know, like, kind of push her into, like, hey, so, like, do you, like, you would make a great lawyer. Like, you could yeah. be more than a legal assistant. That could be really cool. But, like, I, mm. in general, just, like, really love their um, their chemistry. It's fun. And I would like to see more of them. Because, again, like, we don't get these types of interactions too much yeah. in the MCU. Or we haven't in the past. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of nice to kind of just see, like, just... You know, I'm not here to kill you. You're not here to kill me. We work together. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we're just kind of doing that. Yeah, I agree. Gabby? Well, so uh, Mallory did say she's married and then didn't want to expand on that. I wonder what that mm. means. I would, you know what? I would, love, I would love if she was like, actually, we're non monogamous. Like, I would be like, no way, Marvel Disney. Like, <laughs> but let's go. Um, but something, I, you know, something's happening. What, yeah. How are we tying up all these loose ends? Where are we going? You're right. And she didn't say, like, my wife or my husband. Mm-hmm. She said no, she was married she and had a son. Her. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Again, you know, my girlfriend was, like, they're gay, and she thinks everyone's gay, so I may be being skewed a bit, but I really, <laughs> I'm hoping. <laughs> I thought they did have good chemistry, but um, do you do either of you watch, or did you watch uh, Girls 5 Eva? Of course. Oh, my God. She's so good in that, right? <laughs> Yes. She, you know, in many ways, she's playing like a Titania esque character in that one. And so it's fun to see her kind of yeah. more of this like strict legal professional. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, all right. Well, I guess we're at the end now. Uh, Stephanie, what was your favorite scene? Ooh, um, that's actually a hard one, even though we just watched it. Um, <laughs> I think the settlement. So when Nikki is kind of like they're they're settling things for Mister Immortal and all of his ex wives, and she's just like really handling and telling folks what they're gonna get. Uh, some of that was pretty funny. Um, I think that might be my favorite scene. Uh, Gabby. So I was gonna say that exact scene, especially when uh, Mister Immortal allow repeats. walks up. <laughs> nice when Mister Immortal walks up and he's like. Can it, we be flexible about the eye contact? She's like, mm, okay, so now it's longer. Yeah. Like, I I honestly, in that moment, expected, because she was his lawyer representing him, her to be like, oh, fine, we'll see, or to figure something out, or be like, right. no, and then we just move on. But for her to be so much in like advocacy for the eight people that he 
was married to. Yeah. That really stood out to me. And she was so funny. And I loved her like, okay, and what's her mantra? That like, oh, was my favorite line. But if I had to pick a different one as a result of that already being picked, I would pick <laughs> the scene um, where it's just uh, Mallory and Nikki. Overall, the that B plot stood out way more than yeah. Jennifer Walter's A plot. And that hasn't happened yet. I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, and like, not in a bad way, right? Just like, both yeah. were like, fun, but that one was just funner, right? Um, For sure. Be- because I have the same answer. <laughs> 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 it was also that scene. I just love seeing Nikki, because she is confident, but I love seeing her like, use that to help this case. Um, and like you said, Gabby, I love that it was like, this is the man they're defending. And she's like, well, now you complain, so we're going to make it longer. Like, I just loved that. Um, what grade do we give this episode, Gabby? I, I'm i going to say a, a B, only because the B plot standing out so much for me feels like, this is out of A, B, C, C, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would say a, like a B or B plus even, because I, I had a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun with this entire series, but for the B plot to stand out so much more, I'm a little disappointed. I guess I wanted to see more with Jen herself. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Steph? Um, so same, uh, B plus for the B plot. Yeah, yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I am, I think, a straight B. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do just regular B because of the same reasons. Gabby, I feel like I'm just like, yes, I agree. Like, and I'm the fucking host because <laughs> like, I agree. Um, all those reasons, like the, the B plot was just so good and the A plot was just like not as good but it was still fun and i do wonder if we are gonna like she's still gonna be at the wedding next episode i'm wondering if we'll do that i don't know i i do not think so but i'm very grateful that we have so many more episodes usually by this episode we're like and then they're gonna summarize it in one quick episode that's gonna suck um (laughs) so i really hope that especially the way they're bringing up the intelligentsia like it seems like we're gonna have three really strong episodes wrapping that up and i i hope they deliver yeah yeah i do have faith in like that they'll stick a landing especially because Mm -hmm. there's like like we've talked about there's not like high stakes it's not like oh shit how are they gonna do with this plot and this plot it's like oh cool i'm having fun so i do think marvel doesn't always so good at sticking to the landing but i thought ms marvel did a good job i thought hawkeye did a good job um so i'm hoping this one will too yeah i I didn't think hawkeye sucked the landing i think we needed one extra episode that was a lot in that last episode i was like we're here and then we're here but ms marvel 100 percent did stick the landing i agree with you there (laughs) um well uh i guess that's it yeah i guess that's it um (laughs) Thank you both for joining me. Stephanie, it was so nice. It's been so long since you've been able to co-host. I know. Um, I'm looking forward to doing it again because I think I'm joining you for, is it the finale? Yes, it is. Yes. Ooh. All right. Well, we will find out if they, stick, they stick this, line, this landing. <laughs> I hope they do. Um, but thank you all for listening. If you like Slayer Fest 98, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. You can find our reaction to watching the episode together on youtube sometimes it's stuck gets stuck in copyright claim hell usually that comes out on sunday if it does it'll go live sunday um and if you want to support us you can find us on patreon we're going through what if season one finishing up harley quinn season two 
And if you want to follow us on social, we are at SlayerFestX98. If you want to follow me, I'm at Carlos. Stephanie, where can everyone find you and buy your things? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Steph underscore I underscore well. And please be on the lookout for Wakanda number one coming out on 1012. Um, it features Shuri and her mama. And we get a little Ooh. bit of more now. Ah, love it. Yes, love it. Uh, Gabby, where can everyone find you? I am at Gab Alexa on every single platform. And you can also look up my book, How to Live with the Internet and Not Let It Run Your Life on all the book buying platforms. And that would really help. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, thank you both. And um, I'll see everyone next time. Bye. Bye.